The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Hey, what's going on, Busted Open Nation, and welcome to another edition of the Masters Class on this fine Sunday morning. Hope everybody's doing well out there in the Busted Open Nation. All the chapters representing, we appreciate you tuning in this morning guys tommy dreamer mark henry myself bully ray one of the things that's uh been out there lately has been etiquette in the wrestling business um and i think it pertains more to younger talent and etiquette and respect coming up in the business and how they are towards the business towards their fellow wrestlers, performers, entertainers, towards veterans. Uh, I know that Mickey had sent out a tweet a couple of weeks ago talking about how she thought it was important for younger wrestlers to take the advice of veterans. And she has no idea what her career would have been like if she didn't take the advice of veterans And I guess she felt that too many younger wrestlers today are kind of sweeping under the rug or blowing off the advice of uh, veteran wrestlers towards the younger talent today. I'm almost reading between the lines and this is my words, not her, where it's almost like younger talent could give a damn less about what some of the veterans are trying to help them with. Uh, Today's master's class also stems from reports of younger talent being overseas in the past couple of weeks at a big uh, convention and autograph session and basically having a real poor demeanor towards other wrestlers, veteran wrestlers, and towards the actual fans that they're there to meet and greet and interact with and socialize with. So it's kind of a broad stroke, Tommy and Mark, about the respect of the business, locker room etiquette, how you treat it. Um, Mark, I'll start with you. Do you think in 2023, the respect of the business in all ways, shapes, or form and forms is the same as it was when we were coming up? And if not, what would you do to change the change the climate or change how younger wrestlers deal with fans or deal with veterans or with 
um, with other talents. No, Bully, it's it's a difference. Um, back when we came into the business, uh, the people that trained us told us, go in the locker room, sit down somewhere, keep your mouth shut until somebody speaks to you, and don't put your bag anywhere until you're told, hey, uh, extra talent over there in that corner or that room or whatever. You, you, you listen to the mandates in order to be focused in the right direction. There was a lot of hazing in the old days where I didn't particularly like it. I had never been ribbed or joked with like that before or uh, talked to like I was a kid because I had accomplished a lot and I was just, you know, I just wasn't privy to that. But the business evolved since we've been in it. The business became corporate. There became HR. It's been like, you know, uh, corporate America now. So when you put corporate America rules in, you have to change as the times goes. So the days of go shake everybody's hand and introduce yourself by name and then get out of the way. Go sit in a bowl, go to catering, <laughs> just don't talk. Those days are over. Because now people still kind of do it. They they introduce themselves. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Bully? Hey, how you doing, Mr. Time Dreamer? You know, and be very respectful. But then you see them in catering. You see them in the bowl. They'll walk up and they'll just lean on the wall and, uh, well, what y'all doing tonight? Like people will just, you know, will talk. I don't have a problem with it. I'm I'm cool with it. But there's a lot of people that are not. They, they look at it like you're being too familiar, you're overstepping your bounds, you know, earn your space to be able to say something. Like there's, there's been a, a big turnaround, but I do believe in the old way, Bully. I believe in don't open your bag or put your bag somewhere until you're told. I believe go shake hands, introduce yourself by name, and then go find a place to sit until you're called. Mark, let me ask you this. You brought up the shaking hands, and that's probably the biggest thing that we always talk about in wrestling. And when you enter a locker room <clears throat> is going up and introducing yourself and shaking hands. When you have when you come across a new talent, a younger talent who enters a locker room and doesn't introduce themselves doesn't go out of their way to let Mark Henry know who they are. How do you feel about that? And how do you deal with that on an individual basis? I, I, I feel like that's not cool at all because you knowing me, when I walk the back, I want the back locker room area, hallways, catering, uh, the fobs. I want it to be crew. I want it to be talent. I want it to be staff. So if I see you and I go, Bully, who, who is that? They haven't came and introduced themselves to me. You know what they're going to get? Hey, you. Fuck you doing back here? Hmm. You, so you're you'll gonna get actually removed. take that harder? You'll actually act, take that harder approach? Like, I'll call it the Pat Patterson approach. Since I don't know who you are, you don't belong back here. And you'll actually you take it upon yourself. You don't belong. Yes, 
You don't belong. I need to know who you are. And, and I want somebody, oh, yeah, he, he's an extra talent, like he's a new guy or something. But you got to start going up and introducing yourself, telling people who you are. That's the whole point. You're not supposed to be in a backstage world without us knowing who each other is. And uh, in my personal opinion, uh, to answer your question, I love it when they come introduce themselves because a lot of times, some of them I've seen, or I may not, I may not recognize them when they're not in gimmick. You know, so, uh, oh yeah, I know you. I saw you in so and so. I saw you had that match with this guy, that guy. Um, you, um, it, 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 it becomes a problem when everybody don't know, and you gonna have a problem with me. And there's a bunch of people that I've walked up to, and I'm like, hey. What are you doing back here? And they go, oh, I'm, I'm an extra talent. Where's your pass? Like, you know, you, did you introduce yourself to everybody? Like, like, it's a protocol, and it needs to be done. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Tommy, let me ping pong this to you about the whole uh, new guy in the locker room new younger talent in a locker room and introducing themselves. How do you feel about it? Uh, Mark brought up uh, a, a lot of good points. Number one, my generation, I came in 1989 is my first match. I didn't go out really on an independent level because they were all Johnny Rod shows around 91. I literally had two matches in 89 and four matches in 1990, all Johnny Rod's crew. So you knew everybody in the locker room and then me and Taz venture off. And it was speak when spoken to come in, find the smallest and literally like put your head down. And like, once you're told what to do, like, you know, you go out there and you perform your job to the best of your ability. And yes, everybody walked on eggshells. There was, um, I'm glad that time has changed. The other part of it is always respect. And I don't listen, this, this goes beyond professional wrestling. This goes to how you are in your real life, how you are in your real world. Um, everybody's shaking people's hands. I'm not going to remember 90% of you. You don't. If you want to shake my hand, do it because you want to meet the person or it's an honor for that person to be in the locker room or like, hey, we're working together tonight, blah, 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 blah. Um, Don't do it because you feel obligated to because also like, I mean, I hated it after the pandemic and I was just like, you don't need to do that. I know it's a big, a sign of respect. If it means nothing to you, it's not, it's not a sign of respect. And I don't know. Because also, I mean, then this is what I'm saying. It goes to your teacher, but then it also goes to like your regular parental learnings in life. If you are going to start a job at a gas station, you're pumping gas. And there's also a person working behind who's working the cash register. You're going to walk up to that person and say, hey, I'm working with you today. Nice to meet you. My name is Joe. Correct? Yep. If that person's on their phone, You're not going to interrupt them while they're on their phone. You're not going to, your first day, walk up, open the soda machine and drink a soda and be like, ah, they take care of it. This is your proper etiquette. When you talk about things that you, I do what Mark does all the time. I also like to tell talent, hey, we are in this town where there's going to be a lot of our corporate partners there you're going to see a lot of people in the back. Be nice. Don't kick people out. If you have any questions, find me, text me, yell my name, whatever, because, Hey, I go up to them. I'm sorry. Who are you with? Oh, Oh, cool. Blah, blah, blah. Well, this area is designated for the talent. And I understand you have your girlfriend or your boyfriend here um, and your children. We don't want your children seeing wrestlers getting changed because this is supposed to be the wrestler's safe space. And then you don't want, like Mark said, an HR violation, blah, blah, blah. Well, why is this person back here to begin with? I do do that. 
Uh, we all have our pet peeves. Like I said, if you're, you're doing your first job uh, at a gas station or if like, again, you're working McDonald's, you should introduce yourself to people that you work for. You already met your manager. You then what is your manager? Hey, this is Bob and Bob is working the cash right or Bob is working the fries. Hi, Bob. Everyone goes out and does their job. I have specifically because I watch it because um, bully, you and I remember what a big deal this thing called catering was. Because when we first got catering in ECW, it was like, we have what? And it was just like, we celebrated like we sat there with a family and had dinner. Because it was the first time we ever got that. Wrestling companies are not paid to feed you. They have no reason to. They have to pay the crew and feed the crew. Yes, you're a part of it, but I'm talking union workers. And until there's a union, wrestling companies don't need to pay you. I specifically watch when they announce catering. You mean pay you or feed you? Feed you. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, it's per contract when you're working with union people. Hey, you have to feed these people if they're here. Not for wrestlers, because I don't know if anyone has ever checked. There is no wrestler union. Um, <clears throat> for like WWE, we all talk about this amazing catering. That's kind of a gift to the boys. Uh, same with Impact. Same with AEW. Um, that's a, Hey, I'm going to spend thousands of dollars to feed you guys. Cause you're here all day. They don't have to do that. Um, <clears throat> so I will watch when catering comes out and I will see who runs to the line cause they want to beat the line. And I have specifically pulled people off the line or I've literally taken their food. Like I had to do an animal and be like, you don't eat yet. Cause you're not a wrestler. You have to wait and not that there's a pecking order or not that I'm trying to be mean. It's I have performers that are performing that they're going to go out and I want them to be served. I always say this. If you are a wrestler, you think of this. I'm the friend of a friend at a party. I'm not going to take the first slice of the birthday cake. I'm not going to be the first person to raise my toast to toast these people. I don't even know. Cause I know someone there. Um, it is be kind, be courteous, be out of the way. If somebody makes eye contact with you, cool, nice. If they don't, that person might not remember you, but just like it's a first day meeting. Hopefully you get, they will always remember the person who's, either loud, rude when they're not there, or your friend will say, hey, that person you brought to the party, please don't bring them back. And they are reminded, you could have a great time, but this person did something. This is also a work and a work environment. And it goes from the independent level all the way to, um, you know, the corporate level. Like, and again, WWE, AEW, um, Impact Wrestling, all owned by real corporations. And if there is an issue, cool. But we, you try to solve things in-house, but if it has to go to an issue, cool. Then this is what this issue was. And how do we deal with it? Mark, let me uh, bounce back to you uh, and kind of uh, taking Mickey's tweet um, as, the, as the barometer for this. When younger talent comes up to you and asks for advice, and you know 
that the advice that they're giving you is dead on balls accurate. Like it's in the wrestling rule book on page one. It's worked since the days of Bruno. It worked for Hulk. It worked for us. It worked for everybody. And you know that the advice you're giving them is foolproof. And then they go out there and don't take or use your foolproof advice. How do you deal with that talent individually? A lot of people, Bully, will say, well, that's the last time I talked to that son of a gun. I'm, I mean, one in one ear, right out the other, wasting my time talking to that. I, I don't do that. I go up to him and say, hey, uh, I watched the match. Uh, I thought we talked about this. I thought we talked about doing that. You didn't do it. And when they tell me their answer, I will tell you, I only give advice when people listen. So if you ever want advice from me again, I suggest you do what I asked or what I told you because otherwise I'm wasting my breath. You're entitled to say that if you give your opinion and somebody don't listen to you. I'm not naming names, but there was a guy that I thought had a, a future ahead of him that was bright as Randy Orton's. And I told him this, and I told him that. I said, hey, man, I've seen a lot of guys come and go. This mentality that you have is kind of abrasive. You need to dial it back. Otherwise, you're not going to be here. That person ended up not being there because he could not dial himself back. And he would not listen to what you said. And I heard rumblings from guys. Damn, man, I, I talked to that dude the other day. I told him not to do that. That was Bob Holly's move. Or I told him not to, you know, not to go in there and take all the air out of the room. Did it anyway. Like, you have to listen to the instructions that the veterans give you because it's a small room. I always say that, that people think the NFL is, is a big place. I mean, it's, it's huge. There are 32 owners. There are 32 general managers. There are 32 head coaches. And in its entirety, there is 680 athletes. 600. That's less than, than 250 people. That is the NFL. So what do you think about wrestling in a company? It's way less than that. Small world. <laughs> what is it, like 25 people in the office maybe? About 55 wrestlers, 60 wrestlers? How fast do you think the word is going to get around that you're an asshole or that you don't listen? Yeah. It's tell a friend, telegram, tell a wrestler. Hey, so you yeah. have to Tommy, listen. Tommy, let me yeah. ask you your opinion on uh, something Mark just said, just to piggyback. So if uh, if a younger talent comes up to you and, he, and says, hey, Tommy, I need some advice on how to do something, you go, do it this way. And you know that the advice you're giving them, like I said, is foolproof. They go out there, they don't do it that way or they don't do it at all. And then they come up to you or you ask them, hey, why didn't you do it? If they say to you in a very respectful way, Tommy, thank you very much for the advice. I really appreciate it, but I just didn't feel like that would work for me or my character. How would you respond to that? 
I've had some similar situations like that. And I would say, do you think that worked? And then I will be like, cool, we'll listen to the people. Or then specifically, hey, it's time to go to the boss because I asked you to do something. You didn't do it and it bombed. And now my boss isn't happy. And now you're going to be the man or woman and tell them because then my boss is going to say, how come this didn't work? And it, it was an issue. And I've done it with a few, a few people because, hey, I asked you to do something. You went out there and did it. So then it's like coach to player to owner. If I tell my quarterback, hey, pass the ball, and he hands the ball off and they fumble, um, well, I told him to pass, and he handed it off. Then eats off of me, and then He's once on that you. player leaves, my coach, my owner would say, why the hell would you ever allow that to happen? And I could say, hey, like I can only control so much. If he felt he didn't want to pass, I'm not playing the game. So, I mean, that is, that is one thing back to the, to the Mickey. So that has happened. And then, yes, I had to, or I will be, I then have to tell my management, Hey, this has happened. And this is it again, straight up job. Um, I told this person to pump my gasoline and they filled my car with diesel. Well, um, now I need a new car. Who's going to pay for this? Not the person pumping your gas. I'm going to go to your manager. I mean, right. these are, again, when I say you could apply anything to real life because it is. Uh, me personally, if I, I was blessed, dude, and I've said this all again, I would come back through a curtain and I would have Paul Heyman. I would have Mick Foley. I would have Terry Funk all trying to help me be better. Like, think of that learning tree. Think of Terry Funk. He had who? His father trying to make him better, who was the booker, the owner. Um, there are people who will get straight up. This is what Vince McMahon wants. Cool. If you have that relationship with Vince, but how do you get that relationship with Vince? Because you've become a top guy for Vince. So, like, then I look at it th this other way. I'm going to start to work out. I want to be the strongest person in the world. Okay. I could look at Powerhouse Hobbs and say, man, he really looks great. And this is nothing against Powerhouse Hobbs. I really like him. He looks great, blah, blah, blah. But wait, there's a guy named the world's strongest man who legit was in strongman contest, but I want to go for strength. If I want to go, but I want to have abs, I'm not going to go ask Mark Henry how to have abs. No offense, Mark Henry. So I take these resources that I have and I use them. If I work in AEW, man, I want to be a better wrestler. Well, there is a guy, uh, whose name is uh, the man of a thousand and one holds Dean Malenko or psychology, man. I, I don't know. There's a guy named Arn Anderson and there's a guy named Jake the Snake. Like, B, if you're going to turn, because Bubba, you and I have done this. You and I have, hey, what'd you think of our match? Blah, 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 when we're starting out younger. But then if Terry Funk goes, it was the shits. Yes, sir. To please tell me why it was the shits. Because you're going to your peers. 
what is like the New York Yankees? What do they do? They, hey, we have all these guys. And then when they retire, we bring back during spring training, special instructors. And they're not guys who had cups of coffee. Hey, Reggie Jackson. Hey, this guy. Hey, that guy. All guys who won the thing. You have all these things in these major companies as assets. Then you should use them to make yourself better. Just like I said, if I want, if I want to be look, if I want to become strong, I'm going to talk to Mark. If I want to have a great body and talk about dieting, I'm going to go to powerhouse OBS. We're on equal playing fields that way. But you should, if you're talking to the same person who's in the same level as you and not being on the main event or not doing this, then that's exactly where you're going to be. And the whole thing about paying respect to El listen, there's also people that maybe they feel uncomfortable. Maybe they get anxiety. I don't know about people's personal, whatever. If someone is there, I try to introduce myself to everybody. If someone is there at a convention and I don't know who they are, I would know because I'm a, I'm a Mark, but there's also like, if you don't know there, you realize that they're not the fan. So you could just say hello to everybody. Hey, nice to meet you. Blah, 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 blah. Even if you don't know who they are, you know, Hey, hope you have a good weekend. Hope you make a lot of money. If this is something specific, cause Hey, we're all working together. Uh, and again, so wait, let me ask you, let me ask you a question then, Tommy, because I think I recently had an incident with a fellow wrestler based on what you just said. And I want to ask the both of you how I should have handled the situation, your opinion on how, how, I should how handle did situation. you handle it? Can you tell us how you handled it first? You want to know how I handled it first? Yeah. And then I can tell you what I think about it. Okay. I'll set up the situation. Uh, I was recently overseas at a big wrestling convention. Lots of different talents, lots of different companies. Older talent, my, my generation of talent, the generation that came before us, and the generation after us. So young boys, guys our age, and guys older than us. I walk into the hotel, and I see a bunch of wrestlers standing at the front desk waiting to check in. I had already checked in. So I'm not going to bother anybody while they're checking in. I want them to get, everybody wanted to get to their room. But as I walked in, I had to pass one certain wrestler, a younger wrestler, well-known younger wrestler that was standing on the end of, end of the line. And I like this younger, I had never met him before, but I like him and I have praised him on this show. And we've had him on this show. As I walked past him, I decided to turn around and extend my hand to him and shake his hand and say, hey, man, it's nice to meet you. He extended his hand back, didn't really smile or anything, and he shook my hand, and, and I walked off. Now, I had seen this wrestler for another two days after that initial handshake. He never once said hello to me. Never once, uh, you know, nodded his head like, hello, nothing, zero. And how I handled it, Mark, I never said a word to him. That's how I handled it. Now, how would you guys have handled it? I know, like, you know, you, if you go out of your way to say hello, so let's just say somebody was intimidated by me because that's the word that follows me around. Oh, bully, we're intimidated by you. That's why we didn't say hello, which I think is bullshit. If you're intimidated, it's because you're, it's, it's on you, not on me. So 
I tried to take the intimidation away from this person by extending my hand to them and introducing myself to them. But then over the course of next two days, I didn't get anything back from this person. And where I sat in proximity to this person at the autograph session was basically I could have spit and hit him. I never said anything. I was kind of disappointed in the interaction. So that's it. How would you guys have handled it? Well, you you know me, Bully. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a shit disturber. But one thing I, I'm not going to do is I'm not going to sit there quiet. If I'm upset, everybody's going to know I'm upset. <laughs> I'm sensitive, and I'm, I'm, I want to ask you out, off the air who this person was because I would have handled it differently because I'd have said, hey, did, did, uh, who pissed in your cornflakes? Did I, did, I, did I say something disrespectful to you because uh, – we, we, we made eye contact. I recently made eye contact with somebody and spoke, and they didn't speak. And I'm pissed about it, but you know what? I'm a professional. I'm going to do my job, and I'm going to keep it moving. All right, but let me don't ask mean you I this. ever got to speak to this person again. I don't want an apology. But if that person, if, if you and I were talking and at that convention and you told me that, I probably would have went up to him and go, well, what's your deal with Bully? Did he, did right, he, and did there, he there can't off? be any deal with him because we had never met before. Right. But see, I still would have done it just because right. I want to answer. Part of me, every part of me wanted to have the typical bully talk with him where I pull him on the side and I go, have a seat. And then smarten him up. But right. I, I, just, I just didn't. I felt like so... I was just disappointed in the person. So I never really did anything about it. Tommy, what were you going to say? Well, I mean, one, you don't know if that person introvert. You don't know if that person, because technically, guess what? You're a stranger. Yes, I saw you on television, but, you know, cool that you're in that. That's to me the extent of it. I will tell you this. If you guys all go to the gym, you go to the same time. How many times do you see a person at the gym that you see almost every day? You don't know the na person's name. You don't. I've done the head nod every once in a while. Yeah. And then like. Yeah, but that's but a he complete didn't give Bully the head nod. He, that's what Bully was you. saying. That's why but I'm I don't think it's anything. That same pissed. person I've also could be like, they didn't acknowledge me and I didn't acknowledge them and I'm okay with it. But I did acknowledge them. I have 30 years in the business. This kid's been around for a cup of coffee. And I went out of my way to introduce myself to him and shake his hand with a smile. Um, if I could also <laughs> deep dive in, I don't know this person. I don't know what you're talking about. Did you ever say anything negative about this person's work on the air? Not a word to the contrary. I constantly put him over. Well, then MJF is just weird. <laughs> Tommy, it would never, Tommy, it would we, never be max. I know I'm kidding. Right. Tommy, we had this, we had this conversation at WrestleMania. Yes. Remember? Yep, and we were sitting there and there, there was NXT girls. And funny that you said that because two debuted last night. And I said, he, listen, here's the biggest overall if you're a wrestler. We, two, a bunch of girls debuted on, on television forgot. last night. 
Now, if I just we looked were, at Bully face. He I'm, sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt you, Tommy, but I totally forgot this story. The three of us, the yeah. three of us are sitting down and having lunch at, at in, in Los Angeles. This is when Mark took us out for oxtails. And an NXT talent is three standing, three NXT talents are standing 30 feet away. We actually took it upon ourselves to go, hi, and we waved because we were excited to see them. And what did they do? They looked at us like, who are these fat guys waving at us? Exactly. But what I hear, but listen, that's not the that's not the end all be all. Then Mark sent, sent somebody, somebody over and said, and said hey. hey, guys, tell them that uh, Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray, and Mark Henry say hello. No acknowledgement. Nothing. So, Tommy, nothing. To, to your, yeah, now, to listen, your, listen, hang on. Dad. This is what I'm trying to tell everybody. When that stuff happens straight up, if Bully, Mark and myself ever have a creative position or a position where um are we gonna push for you no <laughs> no are we gonna yeah but we that's going backstabbing to, shit that's not backstabbing sure, oh man go, listen oh, call, call it what you want to call it on the street bully I'm hang on one second them. you and i wrestled the first time we met we met uh at an independent show we had no real relationship after that, you were cool. I was cool. If you were a dick, do you think I would have uh, recommended you for that spot? No. No, but you're also talking about getting somebody back by not. I'm not talking about getting people back. I'm talking about I have a bad. I had a bad experience with this person. Eh, we'll see. I'm not talking about getting people back. If if that if if that person that we saw on the street was the right person for the job, I would never let that whole interaction in the street um, affect whether or not I booked them for a spot. Because one thing I was in, in that situation, I thought business. that was that was just pure disrespect. Because Mark sent somebody over and said, "Hey, Tommy, Bully, and Mark are over there." Like. At the very least, you could pull the old, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was them. Let me go say hello. You have the pencil, as you like to say. Whoever this person is that you had this problem with. Um, or someone recommends you, hey, I need something for this position. Are you going to recommend this person? Absolutely, because I believe in their talent. Okay. Well, then you're better than me. Guys, I have to burn Let's off. wrap it up. I think that was a great conversation. Uh, I hope our fans enjoy it. Most importantly, I hope some of the younger wrestlers who listen to the Masters class really, you know, take it in, listen, and apply some of it. I hope everybody out there retweets this Masters class edition. Please tune in to the Busted Open podcast. Listen to the Masters class. Listen to our show every uh, every day live on SiriusXM uh, and, uh, you know, and download the podcast. What One last thought, Tommy. He's ending this podcast with me saying, you're better than me. That's all I got to say. <laughs> okay. And don't forget You're to go to podswag.com <laughs> and get the new merch. For Mark Henry, Tommy Dreamer, and Dave LaGreca, wherever he was today, I'm Bully Ray. Thanks for tuning in to the Masters Class on the Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports 
Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.